Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, Bruni and joining me is an equally disheveled Colin Mitchell. Yeah. Colin, it's about 12 o'clock midnight. Um, how are you? I'm good, I guess. I don't know. I North Texas just lost to FIU. Uh, that was one of our three gimme games. Gimme games. Um, you know, I, we talked, we came on here saying, you know, they won by 41 last year, won by 38 the year before. I think we had the over under at 31 and a half, whatever, whenever we finally get to our pickums. Uh, yeah, they lost 46, 39, Bruni. So, uh, <laughs> it went as bad as I, the game went as bad as it could have gone. Yeah. Literally. Um, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, we can't. I don't think we're going to be able to talk about everything, but we'll talk about the stuff that I, I guess mean, matters. Where do you for start? Now. Where do you I don't. Start? Let's just start with like what stood out to you the most. Stone Earl is not a starting quarterback in on this team. So if, for oh. those who don't know the backstory, Bernie was live tweeting the first half. I was live tweeting the second half. I didn't watch the first half until like an hour yeah. and a half ago. I just knew Chandler Rogers was in, and I, I saw the stats. Yeah, it was pick. Stone, pick FIU, pick Stone again, and then FIU scored, and then Stone would have thrown another pick if he did, if the guy didn't get called for targeting, and they were bad, bad, bad picks. And, like, just passes thrown behind the receiver. You know, it, it's just like, what, what, are we, what are we looking at here? Like, once he got through his first read and his first read wasn't open, it's like panic to me. And you're better at looking at that stuff than me, but to me, that's what I saw. I agree. Um, I'm not going. We're not going. I don't want to spend an uh, an hour talking about the quarterbacks. We're not going to because there's way more to talk about than just the quarterback. Nothing here changed anything I've said over the past month. Yeah, the past two months even, Colin, and it makes no sense to me because I see it across college football. I see it across sport. No, I mean, I'll say college football, where the coaches make mistakes. And, you know, they're going to make mistakes. I understand it. You know, nobody's perfect. And, you know, if we were coaches, we'd make plenty of mistakes too. I'm not saying we'd be perfect. But something like this feels obvious. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, I watched the major- I watched the first half. I watched the second half after the fact. Um, you watch Chandler Rogers throw the ball, and you're like, okay, that's a quarterback. Yeah, it looks different, completely different. It's, it's It looks like an actual starting quarterback. Yeah. And that's the thing that pisses me off because I wasn't pissed off last week when they lost to Cal. And honestly, if you just showed me this result, I'd be annoyed, and I am annoyed. But watching Chandler Rogers throw the damn ball, now I'm pissed off. Yeah. Because now, now I'm like, what in the world did you see over the past month that made you think Stoner was the starting quarterback. Yeah. And then I think you said in the postgame, which another thing that pissed me off, North Texas not posting the postgame press conference. Yeah. <laughs> have some goal. Have, have some guts <laughs> and post the Eric Morris postgame press, press conference like you did for Seth Luttrell the past two, three years when yeah. he was losing all the games. Post Eric Morris press conference. Um, but apparently he said that was Rodgers was the only winning the game because Earl got hurt. Yeah, uh, it was a quote in the in the DRC. The quote was, uh, "Stone was cramping up at halftime. 
We decided to go to Chandler. He did a great job. It was a last minute change. He didn't have time to think about it. He went in there and moved the football. Yeah. Okay. There, there so, is yeah. no way that that's that's what made you make the change. There's because... no way that's the t- and and there's no way that's the takeaway from what he did. <laughs> yeah. Because this is a different. Also, I think he's a better runner than Stone Row. Yeah. It's it's it's. It, I don't know it's if but they're probably just as fast. But he's way more elusive and and. To get to the quarterback part, just so we don't spend too much time on this, yeah. two throws did it for me where I was like, okay, I don't know how Stoner was picked. That fourth and 20, they come out of that timeout, and Chandler Rodgers is in the pocket. He doesn't have his first read. Center field, boom, hits Damon Ward. Dead on dead on the numbers. That th- same throw earlier was you know, behind the receiver that Stoner threw like eight times. Yeah. Second throw, Damon Ward. Back shoulder yeah. throw, boom, yeah. bang. Okay, this where was like what like exactly like 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 exactly what you said? What are we doing? Like where was any of this? Like why what what did Stone show you? And I'm not trying to like sit here and like you know crap on Stone because that's not it's not fair to him. But what the coaches clearly did not see something or or, or I don't I don't know I don't something know happened. Just, something right. happened something it doesn't make any sense exactly because <laughs> and if this and if Seth the Trail had made this decision. Or all Can you imagine over. how pissed off we'd be? All over. And so now that's why I'm pissed. Because yeah. I thought we got rid of this. Yeah. I thought we got the quarterback guru as the head coach. Stoner, and... 10 to 20, 96 yards, two picks, should have been a third, one touchdown. Chandler Rogers, 11 to 15, 201 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Chandler Rogers averaged 13.5 yards. Uh, I'm assuming that's a, an attempt. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Stoner averaged 4.8 yards an attempt. Yeah. Um. Stone also had the fumble because he was holding the ball. Also the fumble. And uh, fumbled it. So, yeah, uh, to wrap up, quarterback position, y'all asked me last week who I would start, and I said Chandler Rogers. You did. I w- yeah, I was wrong. I said Stone Earl. I was wrong. Way Guys, wrong. this is a rocket science. Go watch his ULM film. Yeah. He's a starting quarterback at North Texas. Like yeah. he's, he's a better quarterback. And he was the better quarterback going into August. Yeah. This isn't a competition here. This is a better quarterback that's not getting played. That's what pisses me off. So that's the only thing that really pissed me off. Other than that, there's a lot functionally wrong with this team. There's a lot wrong with this team as far as a talent perspective goes. But we've covered that before. We've talked yeah. about that at length before uh, after after the, the Cal game. The talent perspective is not going to change. The talent part of this team is just not good enough right now defensively especially but offensively i think the offensive line is is shaky uh whereas we thought it was going to be a strength offensively though they put up 39 points they uh 548 yards like seven yards per play they were only 414 on third downs which isn't good enough uh they had the fourth down run up the middle which is deflating but ultimately if they don't have the turnovers the three stone roll turnovers i think that well they definitely win this game yeah but like that's the thing is like I think the oh, offensive line is still like fine. I think the run game is definitely fine if you get the running backs going, and then you just need to figure out the quarterback position. So I, yeah. I overall I think the offense is is fine right now. Like I'm not worried about the offense at yeah. this moment except for quarterback. Is yeah, I, I I completely agree with that. Yeah, I mean find out if, if as long as Chandler Rogers is out there, then you figured it out. Yeah. Um, Jamar Macklin, you know, Damon Ward. It's a fine receiver room. Um, yeah. It's not great, but it, it's fine. Uh, defensively is where I get, again, annoyed. This team 
this is the worst defensive team I've seen ever in my life. <laughs> like, like we have, like, obviously, you know, we've been here. I've been here at least since 25. I saw the Portland State game is what I'm yeah, trying to say. We saw the Portland State game. People are asking if this is worth the Portland State loss. Portland State was a worse team than FIU, but damn, yeah. it sure did look similar in terms of how this team couldn't tackle. I mean, it was just one, one FIU rolls out a freshman quarterback. I don't care who the freshman quarterback is. This dude just hung 46 on you. The secondary is awful. There's no push up front. Like, and the tackling, the, the tackling. tackling, man, the tackling. the tackling, the tackling, like in caps, I have my notes, cannot tackle. Cannot tackle. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I tweeted out the picture, the screenshot of, well, before Florida FIU's uh, second touchdown, was it? Second I touchdown, it I think it was. Uh, when they came out in 12 personnel, two tight ends, and I just took a screenshot, and it was a five-man box for North Texas with the three safeties 15 yards behind the line of scrimmage, the two corners out wide. And um, sure enough, the run goes for 20-yard touchdown. And I'm like, wow, I am shocked that this run went for a 20-yard touchdown because – you don't have anybody in the box. Yeah. This isn't rocket science again. And I understand. I, I can't get deep into the weeds of Capone's system. Like some people can, you know, maybe JD, maybe other guys can get in the weeds a little bit more, but to me, he is hellbent on playing this, this style, right? We've seen it for Cal. We saw it for FIU. So there was no changing this. My problem is in both of those games, the clear strength for your opponent was the run game. That was my problem, was that the, neither team had good quarterbacks. And yet here we are, like La Tech held FIU to four yards passing week one. Yeah. Against Maine, obviously, I think they passed like 250 against Maine or something like that. But still, they scored 14 points against Maine. And now here we are, FIU, Florida International, posting 514 yards, 7.7 yards per play, 14.6 yards per reception. Like... Uh, where's the where's the yards per rush? Do I have that on here? Um, six point four yards per carry. Yeah. Like, the, I I understand the talent. The linebackers are a huge concern. The safeties, the you know the corners are are fine, not great. Defensive line, the defensive line uh, talent is basically negated because you're running three on five, basically every play, and you have the two linebackers. So. Seven blockers against five defensive players. I just again maybe I, I keep going back to they don't have the talent that matches the scheme and they don't have the personnel to fit the scheme. Yeah. At the end of the day, as much as I, I again I think you should install the the scheme, yes, hundred percent. Do it. But at the end of the day, I want to win a damn football game. <laughs> yeah. Like I, you don't have to reinvent the wheel and go into like a bear front or something, but at least put another dude in the box. Like surely you've, you've prepared for that. Surely you've prepared for an FIU and Cal team that have running backs. Yeah. No, no, no. And then the tackling is also, yeah. like you said, because the, there was a run where I don't remember which running back was for FIU carried like four dudes to the end zone. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can't You're just that. like, okay, I guess that's fine. Yeah, Whatever. Game's over. Can't talk um, quickly, 
I'm just going to scroll through these questions. I'm not going to really, I don't think I'm going to ask them individually because a lot of them are kind of, you know, overreactionary, you know, whatever, which is what we do. It was well, what I do all the time. Yeah. I mean, we could talk a little big picture stuff. But, but there are a couple ones that I, that do, do, yeah. do exactly that. The big picture so stuff. I so fair. I think let's just get rid of this one straight out of the way. Coach Morris is not going to get fired. No, there's nothing he can do. This yeah. Year there's again. nothing he could do to get fired. So no. I want everyone to get at that out of their minds. Um, I you can't I don't I think it's unfair to call him the the worst hire in FBS because it's game two. People, I mean, I'm just reading the thing. <laughs> look, look, let me let me say this real quick. I don't know yeah. if this answers any questions. Yeah. No matter how bad Eric Morris does this year, that does not change the firing of Seth Latrell. Correct. Nothing changes yep. why you fire Seth Latrell. You do not fire Seth Latrell to be good in 2023. You don't even hire fire, fire Seth Latrell to be good in 2024. You fire Seth Latrell because you had six, seven years to reach his ceiling, and you did reach his ceiling, which we all agree as a community was not good enough. Yeah. Will Eric Morris reach a higher ceiling? I don't know. But we have to try. Yep. Going to the American, we had to try. So that's the only thing I'm going to say about that. And I'm not going to address that again. Talk to all y'all people out there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I understand that's every single team in the country wants to fire their head coach after a loss. LSU wants to fire Brian Kelly after a Florida State loss. Like, I understand that's how this goes. But you're not firing him this year. And you're not firing him next year. I don't care if he goes two and twelve or two and ten, two and ten. You're not firing him after two years. After that, then we have a discussion because we're, we're you get into the weeds. But the, you, this has nothing to do with the firing of Seth the Trail. Cool, Seth the Trail would have beaten FIU. Awesome. We probably would have gone five and seven this year, six and six this yeah. year, and then yep. we'd be in the same situation looking for a head coach. So yep. that's all I'm going to say on that. That answered a lot of those questions. So thank you for doing that, Rooney, so succinctly. Um, one of the questions that I think uh, is interesting is it time to hit the panic button um, and should coach the coaches still try to fit these players into their scheme, despite them not being the players for their scheme. We kind of talked about that a little bit last week. I have a question for you. What yeah. what was your take on the run game? About the run game. I mean, honestly, it's, it's what it was so back and forth. Like you can't keep running the ball. Like the run game itself wasn't that bad. I mean, they had 40, I guess you take away Stones, Stone and Chandler Rogers. That's 13 carries. So you had 33 carries for 100 and something yards. I mean, it's yeah. fine. It wasn't great. But I mean, also you have no momentum. That game was so back and forth. What are you supposed to do? You, there was no rhythm. Or I feel like yeah. run game, like when we see the run game go with Seth, there's rhythm. That was yeah. just like, we got to score some <laughs> points. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what I mean, shout out Oscar Attaway. Yeah. Getting a touchdown, first touchdown in a couple of years, I believe. Um, I actually don't know how long ago it was, but I have no idea either. Yeah, shout out to Oscar Adaway for getting back, long road back. Um, the, I mean, to answer the question, I think defensively more than anything, it, it's tough. Offensively, I'm not worried about this team scoring points. Yeah, I know they didn't points. score points against Cal, but if you start Chandler Rogers, you're going to score points. Yep. Agreed. I'm not worried about that. Against Louisiana Tech and Abilene Christian, they'll score points on offense. The question is, can you get a damn stop? And they don't have the linebackers to run the scheme. They don't probably don't have the safeties to run the scheme. Uh, probably don't have the corners to run the scheme. So, and I, I'm again not claiming that I know the ins and out of Capone's well, Capone's running, but from I've seen enough football and talked to enough coaches to know kind of how they operate. And yeah. 
this doesn't feel like you're tailoring the defense to them, which again, I'm not saying he should, but you're playing teams that can't throw the ball and you're running a five man box with the safeties 20 yards back. I mean, I'm just, I don't know. What do yeah. I know? What do I, I just why I'm the one watching the 20 yards? Yeah, we're, yeah, exactly. We're like, what do I dashed. know? Um, here's a question for you because I found it interesting watching the game. Obviously they went forward a lot on fourth down. Uh, the fourth and 20 could have gone really bad. You know, you could have lost the game with plenty of time mm-hmm. left to me. That shows that this defense is never going to have the trust of Eric Morris because Which they, because think- it was 27, 38. I think yeah. there was 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter. You could punt it. You could hope for a stop, but I, I feel like honestly the fourth and 20 going for it, even after you got the penalty on that fourth down call. So it was, I don't remember if you watched it. Chandler Rogers ran, it was called back. They yeah, have to redo that fourth and 20 or fourth and 10 to fourth and 20. And they do it again. Um, like, is that, are we going to see it a lot this year? Do you think in terms of the defense, just not being trusted? I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's an offense, offensive head coach, young coach probably has analytics behind him, stuff like that. We'll see the how creative he can get, but you know, four or fourteen on third downs, two or four is on fourth down. That's not good enough either way. Yeah. So true. Um big thing for me too, the punt at the end of the game, Bruni. Brought out brought out some some things on Twitter. They could have they could have had twelve seconds. Thoughts? Go ahead. Go go into depth into what you think. Okay, I'll just explain what happened first. They had, could have had 12 seconds to throw the ball. Basically, they punted, FIU punted with 12 seconds left, mm-hmm. and they just kind of let the clock run out. People on Twitter were like, why didn't they even try yeah. to do anything? Obviously, I don't think they probably would have won the game, but is it kind of like a weird – It's a, I've just never seen it before, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's a lot going on in that game that I didn't really understand. So. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like I don't know what's happening. Half there's the just there, nobody nobody feels comfortable right now yeah and that's what yeah, it feels like it feels like it's it feels it's 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 which i understand it's year one like i don't yeah again as bad as this loss is you're not going to get on me on you're not going to get me on here yelling for people's heads yeah just not, I and i don't think that's fair and i want to make i want to show that's clear from us as well because like you said it's it doesn't change seth latrell getting fired like he had to get fired this is your attempt at trying to do something better than that. And it's unfair to, you know, gauge somebody after, yeah. after two, two games. Um, yeah. Cause I know it's, I don't see the time 18 minutes quickly at the end of this. They're I don't think they're going to go. 0 and 12. <laughs> I would hope they don't go in 12. People ask us to redo our thing, our, our, uh, our schedule. I don't really care to go all the way through it, but I will say that I think they win these next two games. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I think they win these two games, and I think they win two conference games, four and eight. Four and eight. Which sounds optimistic right now. It sounds op- optimistic, but yeah. Can the Rodgers get some snaps? I think they can. I just feel two. like this is too, This is the low. Like, this is the lowest, right? Like, you can't go lower than this. You can always go lower. Uh, I mean, I guess I, I saw 2015. Look, but... La Tech beat the hell out of this FIU team. I know scoreboard-wise they didn't. Like, scoreboard-wise they Oh, yeah, but FIU. on paper? On, on paper, paper, they beat the, <laughs> beat the shit out of them. FIU had four yards passing. Like this is this next okay. Here's what I'll say. This next game is the season. <laughs> La Tech is the season. This is the point we've reached. <laughs> like I, we probably should have saved that for the preview podcast, but like this is the season. Make or break. Either you're going one and eleven, 
or you can win four games this year. Either you're going that, one or eleven. No you're giving you're giving them a win if they lose to La Tech. They get, they'll beat that blink. They'll beat ACU at home. You sure? Yeah. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> Let me see. Cal's beating Auburn on the bright side. I mean, is that bright though? Does that mean FIU FIU are world beaters? Rank FA FIU. All right, Abilene Christian is currently two and zero. Beat Northern Colorado and Prairie View. They beat Prairie View by thirty on the road. They play in Carnival Ward next week. Who's ranked number ten in FCS? We'll see. There's a question: Does number ten FCS school beat North Texas right now? <laughs> That's a good question. It's a great question. Um, Eric Morris's alma mater, or not alma mater, um, first head coaching job in Carnival Ward. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anything else? I don't think so. I, there are a lot of overreaction, but I don't, I think, I think we're good. Do you have any overreaction? Do you have anything that like you're, I mean, sure. I could go into some rabbit holes, but I don't think, I think we're fine. I think, I think it's good to keep it where it's at because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to make the people go into a, a dark place. Are all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that two things to take away from this podcast. Can't, it's unfair to judge Eric Morris after two games. This hopefully is the low point. Yeah. Hopefully this is the low point and you can only go up from here, but we'll see. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. We will be back on uh, Thursday to preview the biggest game of the year. North Texas versus Louisiana Tech. Conference USA rematch. Shout out Conference USA just absolutely dunking on North Texas, by the way. <laughs> just like I hated watching that stream. CUSA on ESPN. Garbage. Yeah, Get yeah. out of here. Realignment. Realignment has all the conferences being hostile right now. I will say it is really frustrating to watch Rice beat Houston, UTSA beat <sighs> Texas State. Um, you know, we can just go down the list of all those well, games. Houston sucks too. I'm not putting too much in that, but yeah, it is. Okay, okay. Is Houston being – is North Texas being yes. Houston? No. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. But I'm just saying Houston's not very good right now. But, yes, I understand your sentiment. Rice, Houston – uh, Tulane pushed Ole Miss for three, three and a half quarters. Whoo! UTSA doesn't look great nowadays, though. I don't know. And in, I don't... In, it's like right, like Rice still beat a Big Twelve team. Like it's not like it's yes. like you're right. You're you're right. You're not wrong. It's crazy. Okay. Um, we'll be back later in the week to preview La Tech North Texas. Let us know what you think down below. Uh, leave us a five star rating and review. Like, comment, share, subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. Green Room UNT. Uh, thank you to everybody who's followed us over there. I think we're at like 350, Also, hit, use, the, uh, use the code on home field right also, there. Also, use the code MGREEN on home field apparel to get 15% off. That code works for any school. If you have a friend or a parent or a loved one that is a fan of another school or maybe just wants to have a second team just in case North Texas goes 0-12, buy them a shirt. Buy them a shirt, 15% off your first use, 10% off every use after that. Um, thank you all for joining us, and we will talk to you all later. Try not to burn down Denton until then. <laughs>